Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Pure Hope with your host, Reverend Janice Hope Gorman. Hope is the name the angels gave Reverend Gorman. Help open planetary eyes. And that's what we hope to do on Pure Hope. Thank you for joining us. What a joy to have all of you listening tonight. So what I want you to do is take a breath, relax, listen, and receive. I am going to start out tonight with a a verse from a book that I read, and it is written by La Sue. There is a beingness. Wonderful, perfect. It existed before heaven and earth. How quiet it is. How spiritual it is. It stands alone and it does not change. It moves around and around, but does not on this account suffer. All life comes from it. It wraps everything with its love as in a garment, and yet it claims no honor for it does not demand to be known as Lord. I do not know its name, and so I call it Tao, the way, and rejoice in its power. Welcome once again, all of you, to the Pure Hope Show live. We are live, everybody. We want you to call in with a returning guest called Gigi Peterson. Our program tonight is called Truth, Trust, and Angels. And since it is live, you can call in and be part of this program as well. So this is the number. I'll give it to you a couple times. Just call 213-559-2974 and press the number one, and our director, Tom, will pick up. And let me know if you have a question or a comment. The number again is 213-559-2974. 2974, press the number one, and Tom will get you on the air. So I'm just going to tell you a little bit about our guest tonight, Gigi Peterson, Journeys with Angels, Spirit Guides, Saints, Love and Light Beings, Mother, Father, God, Ancient Archangels, and Loved Ones Who Have Passed. She channels personal spiritual messages and brings forth details, details, everyone, only known by you, and you will know its truth. She impacts and imparts all of her person's uh, information to you from your own personal angels. They're not coming from her guides. They're coming from your personal angels, your guides, and your spirits that are with you from the highest realm. The angelic kingdom, as known in the East, is the kingdom of the divas, or sometimes what we call the shiny ones. And these angelic beings, these shiny ones, are subservient to and expressive to the will of God. And this time with Gigi, we're going to be asking her many questions about different types of angels. We'll also be receiving a channeled message of truth and trust and honoring what is going on in our world today. So with all of that, I welcome Miss Gigi Peterson to the show. Hello, my love. How are you? Oh, hope. It's always a treat. <laughs> I am wonderful. 
am so honored to be able to reach the ears and the hearts of all those that are listening now and later as the recording will be sent out. So I'm good. (laughs) Good, 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 good. Well, I'm going to ask you about some angel questions. I know we talked a little bit about that before we got on the air, that many people talk about or have not known about what I call the cloud of silent watchers. Now, everyone might have a different idea of what that is, but there, in my humble understanding, there is this realm of, of, of angels called the cloud of silent watchers, and they are called the seraphims and the cherubims and the thrones. How would you describe these angels and their purpose? I would describe, first of all, a near and dear realm, which is the seraphim angels. They have six wings, um, which is normally four. (laughs) They're at least 12 to 20 feet tall, as described, come forth to me. They are the, uh, the closest assistance to Mother, Father, God, is their reign and they're right. And they have been silent since man has come onto this earth. But they are not so silent since the earth plane has ramped up to more people feeling love, oneness, and light. The cherubims are the small, childlike cherubims that are in so many art pictures, but they're like the fun and the, and the, and the watchers and the player, players for us, still next to God. And the thrones are the angels that just fly everywhere around the thrones of Mother, Father, God, around the highest realm. And they now have been given permission to do more than just watch us. As of this year, January 2017, the angelic realm from the highest to all of them included are able to touch us. They call us now like we're the smart TVs to them. They just have to touch us like you do your smart screen to help us in the direction, knowledge, or any situation that they can direct us. And the key is that we listen. And I'll share that as to how later. Wow. Wow. Well, that is wonderful to hear that we have a connection to them now and they have a connection to us. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about what is the difference between guardian angels and archangels? The guardian angels were given that title for the physical people that we are, humans on earth. It's good to have labels and and tangible things that we can speak and call on. And they're personal 
angels for each person. And they, too, have always been able to help, but more so just in emergencies, in critical situations, more than everyday situations that now, as I've mentioned previous, they get to help us more. And the Mm. archangels are like the archangel. They've got legions and legions and millions and millions and trillions of, we'll call them years because there's no time in the spirit realm, but they are just hierarchy of valuable knowledge that precedes many situations that we do. They pave the way. They show us. Hmm. Well, I have another question about angels. We have okay, we have this be- we have this beautiful woman who comes to the Hope Interface Center and she does angel readings. I hope she's listening tonight or will um, listen. Her name is Janelle, and and she told um, a bunch of us once. She said that she was hearing that there were many unemployed angels at this time. And they were just kind of waiting now to hear us ask for them to come into our lives to help us at this time. Have you ever heard of unemployed angels? Or, well, no, not in the in that term. But I think that kind of correlates with what I was given the first of this year that they don't have to wait anymore. They really have been given permission to give us more of a hand, a directive, a comfort, a touch, a feeling. Everything with spirit is about feeling. If you feel good, if you feel wonderful, and when you're talking to just just say you just call, I need a help I need help from an angel. I need help to pay my mortgage. So I need a finance angel. And you talk to them, you ask them, you pray about it, and you'll notice a feeling change in you mostly when you focus on this, that the fear about your mortgage lessens, the peace within your heart strengthens, And little by little, the return of what you need shows up, sometimes disguised as just a helping hand that turns out to be the whole enchilada of what you need eventually. So gratefulness, yes, is important. Do you see angels? Do you smell angels? Do you touch, you know, my, I had a friend once who says, I see them, I taste them, I smell them, I touch them. Is that how real they are to you? Yeah, they are. The smell part is mostly when I smell a fragrant of a flower, I know, I know there is some beautiful light being around me. I Mm -hmm. am often awakened during the nighttime of travel and dreaming, whatever we're doing, we don't remember. But I'm awakened and I actually can physically feel a hand, and something touching me above, uh, over my sheet, onto my arm. 
I can feel them when my stomach roars and I'm just trying to go somewhere and it my stomach hurts. It's like gas. And I know that I'm not supposed to go. And as soon as I decide not to go where I've been planning to go, the pain goes away. So, yes, hmm. there are some very tangible touchings that happen, and you just have to more or less learn the signs mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. what they're trying to say or, hmm. or hear the words in your mind or know that they're there. Right. When I'm right. sad, when I'm when I'm sad, hope and I'm lonely, and believe me, I may do this all the time with angels and spirit, but I'm human, and I want a hug, and I call on my angels, and I ask them to just pull me into their arms and hold me, and I can feel that, I can feel them, hope. Mhm, mhm. They are so very. Re- I mean, to me, uh, to me, I think. Most of my audience knows that this is my whole life began with an angel that when I was very, very young, around the age of 10, 11, 11 years old, I was at a church here in Mankato, Minnesota, and I was the good girl, so I would go in and clean the church and get it ready for um, service, and I would go, always go in and kiss the feet of Jesus on the crucifix. Um, Pretty soon, the smoke started happening in the wall, and the smoke started coming out, and I started yelling to the priest, like, fire, church is on fire. And pretty soon, what appeared was this, uh, I call her a young angel. She looked or appeared to be 16 years old. Um, She did not have wings, but she had kind of like a gauzy dress on, and she just kind of smiled at me and I gawked at her and shook my head. And then pretty soon she zipped out of the wall. And that's when I started hearing. That's when I started to hear beyond the veil. And I have talked to many people that have said when they experience an encounter with an angel that they all of a sudden retrieve gifts or abilities that they had long ago. Is that what you have heard too? Absolutely. I was, I was raised in the Catholic church and I love your story. That's just like, like everybody's dream to have physically, you know, been touched by an angel And I just know that when I was a young girl up to fifth grade, I was in parochial school, which meant every day we went to mass. And and, at that time, it was always in Latin. And we always sang the mass every day and prayed it. And I remember always having this joy in my heart and, and a cherished feeling going to church, being in church, and carrying it after church. I didn't know at that time <laughs> that it was actually angels and God and the spirit that were touching me. But I know that now. Hmm. Hmm. The, the um, other person that I talked to once said that, um, that lots of times human beings are, were kind of taken out of our body at night. And what I have heard is that we're kind of escorted to the inner schools and places of service. And uh, they're called sometimes the halls of learning. 
And when we awaken from those experiences also that we can uh, wake up with advanced abilities to serve humanity. Is that true too? Do you, have you heard about that? I have experienced it firsthand from the first time I received the message from my grandmother who had passed in 1978. I have this extremely special connection to the higher realm that right now they're just telling me that just like at night when we are able to travel and go and be and come back and find ourselves happier or smarter in, 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 in a decision, whatever it is. But right now, I want everyone that's listening to close their eyes. And I want you to see yourself sitting on a cloud. And that cloud has a guardian angel that's yours that is telling you every night when you fall asleep, I carry your cloud to different places to learn about yourself, to love yourself, to feel good, to know how the creator created you, to be that person that feels love for themselves, which radiates to everyone. And as your eyes are closed, I want you to be aware of how comfortable your mind is feeling to let go of thinking and just focusing on you sitting on the cloud, your guardian angels, plural, are floating below, and there's peace in your heart, and you can see yourself smiling as you observe in your inner eye you on a cloud. Floating. And this is very similar, they want you to know, how easy it is to take that part of you that is still part, always will be part of the whole of Mother, Father, God, and Source, and Love, and Light. But it's opening the door every time you travel to be able to bring that relaxation you're feeling right now into your everyday world. And you will learn as you practice, as many people that have an angel session taste 
of what you'll feel and it is with you all the time. You just need to know the door's there and to ask to be able to feel this peace. Even when life seems to be knocking you over, this is the time you just ask. And you will find yourself going into this place that you're feeling right now in everyday circumstances, noticing that you don't hold the pain as long, you pull out of it faster and feel better, and it's practice, just like when you learn to write and say the ABCs. You had to do it over and over because it was new. But they were real, real numbers, real letters. And this is as real, but actually more, because you're feeling that higher realm of your divine So you will always hold this vision. You will remember it when you need it. And you will start to practice so it becomes easier. As all your angels showed up right now, those that are listening now and will later be listening in the now, it is yours. And that's what we wanted you to feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I purposefully named this program with you, Gigi, Truth, Trust, and Angels, because, because it is the truth. And I do believe we do need to trust that we have the angels. I need. I believe that we need to trust that they will be of great assistance to us at this time. And, um, but many people are again struggling during this time because they don't think that they are true or they're having difficulty in trusting. How would you help people uh, find a way to dig perhaps a little bit deeper to, to be in truth and know that angels are true and that you can trust them? The kindergarten that I was in (laughs) when I recognized that I was being helped by angels at a time in my life in 1978 where I was pretty hopeless in my life. And so I would here in my mind, which I in the beginning thought it's only my imagination, but I would hear things like, okay, why don't you go to the store now? It's a good time. And 
I know this isn't something that everybody's going to just pop up and start having, but I want to give you the example of how you start in the kindergarten world of trusting the angels. And this is what I did. And I would go to the store, and I, at that time, I was unable to make decisions as to what to buy, about what people were thinking of me in the store. I really wasn't secure in any way, shape, or form. So I'd go, and it would turn out to be a very positive thing because I wasn't anxiety-ridden because I felt I felt the presence that somebody was guiding me. So, okay, my imagination, I made it happen. It was okay. I thought to myself, okay, let me see just how real this angelic, directives are. So I was living in L.A. I just moved there. I didn't, I mean, it was a crazy place. I didn't know my way around. So what I would do is I would drive to the middle of some crazy, crazy place. I didn't know where I was. And I would pull over and I'd say, okay, angels, bring me home. And I'd get in my car and I would hear, go left, go right, go straight. Or I would think I was hearing, go to right or straight. But after a while of doing this over and over with however you want to use this litmus test, I used this one. And I found myself home maybe twice as long, but I found myself back home by the pure guidance of what I was hearing. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's such an ideal way of explaining that to our listeners of how they can practice to have the courage to go, I'm going to try that. I mean, I always talk to my angels, but it'd be interesting because I call my husband when I get lost and sometimes can't reach them. So I forget about even asking my angels, okay, where do I go from here? So I think that's an excellent way of having our listeners begin that truth and trust with their angels, especially at this time, especially at the time. Uh, I heard that you went to Mount Shasta, my love. Yes, I and, was. And be- yes. And you had a marvelous Before- time and you wanted to talk a little yes. bit about that, I think. I, I, I do, and I also want to add just a little bit more about the trust factor mm-hmm. and people going through sometimes right now. Let me just channel this message for, for our listeners. Great. The, the time, the time right now in this earth seems to be, especially if you're news watchers, that's to not do that as much because a lot of that is adding to your fear and worry and it is never, ever, ever validated and most of it isn't the truth. So what we want to say to you that the world right now is turning upside down and inside out so that it can clear itself of the debris that has been for zillions of of ancient times on this earth. So you know when you clean a rusty pipe, you have to scrape it and you have to pour things down it and you have to scrub it and you have to work at it. 
And that's what's happening right now with everybody. You're actually working harder, feeling worse, wondering what's going on. But guess what? You are not getting worse. You're getting better because you're cleaning all the old debris from every lifetime out. And that is also a new awareness and ability in this time right now because, again, once the consciousness of the world reached over 2%, it had more structure to connect to the vortexes and the portals of all there is, which is the source. So I know it's hard, and I know you feel as if things are dumped on you upside down. But just say to yourself, there's a gift at the end of this. I'm cleaning myself out, and everything's getting better. Don't wonder why. Don't wonder how, because there's no way of having that answer. But when you let it go and let it flow and keep saying those positive things, again, like finding my way home, you're going to find that you feel better. So please know that that is important. So thank you for letting thank us you. come to Absolutely. Welcome. We have a question. We have a very lit up board, but we have a question here from Trish from Connecticut. So we're going to put her on the air. Okay. Hello, Trish. Uh, Hello, Trish. Hello. Hi, Trish. Do you have a question for Gigi? Can you hear us? Yes. Um, I didn't know if uh, I'm happy to give her a question. Um, I was wondering if she was picking up around um, new employment or changes in finances. I'm not sure that I'm understanding that question. You're you're being pertaining to yourself, Patricia? Yes. Yes, I was wondering if there was any messages from the angels around that. Okay. I don't mean to hesitate, but um, I'm not sure that's the question you wanted to ask, is it? Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you know that every time you go out the door and you put your hand on the doorknob that there is a hesitation in feeling good about walking out that door? Does that resonate with you? You mean walking out the door of where I currently work? Any... um, where you currently live? Um, I don't know. It's it's an interesting question. Um, I'm actually waiting to move, and so there's a little bit of nervousness around the move. We want you to know that the hesitation of you putting your hand on the door has to do, of course, somewhat with what you're saying about waiting to move, but it's more about change is very, very disheartening for you. It's almost 
a disruption that you'd rather not have, which you are choosing to have because you want to make a change, yes? Um, well, I generally make a lot of changes, so I, I actually embrace change. It just doesn't come as quickly as I'd like it. We want you to look at something very seriously. Wow. One moment. We want you to just do this and go and pray and ask for help, but you have to understand that there is something in you that you're not aware of, especially starting at age 12, that you're going to think of later, And but you have hesitation every time you are putting your hand on the doorknob to go anywhere. And it's so natural for you that it probably doesn't seem to you, yes, you do it, but it doesn't seem to you that there is a wall. And all spirit wants you to know is that you have to go in and meditate and call on your angels because there's something really, really great financially that wants to present itself to you. But there's a part of you, and they're using the doorknob as the metaphor. And you're resisting. And we want you to go in, and we want you to just say, show me what is holding me back from my highest good. Every time you pray in the morning and when you go to bed at night. Please, angels, come and show me what am I resisting to have this great financial abundance. And you can't try, you can't at this time say you know what that is because they know what it is and they want you to ask and they'll give you your help. Okay, you're right, I don't know what it is. Okay, and, and, and go back and talk to your 12-year-old, too, and see what was happening in your lifetime now. But in the time restraints that we have right now, I just want to say that is what is going to change everything. The sale of your house, your abundance, and just ask for that highest help. Okay? Okay, thank you. You're Thanks, welcome. Trish, for for calling in. Yep. I have another phone call uh, for you, Gigi. Let's see who's on the air. Hello, do you have a question for Gigi? Hi, good evening. Yes, my name is Caroline. Um, I represent an author, and um, this book has been around for a couple of years, and um, we got a ghostwriter, to kind of fix what how I wanted the book to look like and to sound like and have the tone so I can sell it to a publisher. But I just saw the end result from um, the ghostwriter, and I would like to ask my angels, because I'm, like, not happy whatsoever 
um, with, with the book. So I'd like to ask my angels, um, you know, if I have to go back to the drawing board and request for a new beginning, new middle, a new ending. Because uh, when you hire a ghostwriter, you know, you're supposed to change things, but things weren't changed on this book. It's still boring. You know, page one is still boring, and it's a sci-fi book. Well, the very first thing they said as soon as you started asking your question was, it's trash. So, <laughs> as, as you now oh, explain how you feel about it. So their answer, their their suggestion to you is this. To to be able to take, and this is just, just they want you to imagine and to do this, but not literally, okay? See yeah. yourself choking the ghost rider and just <laughs> looking at the ghost rider and saying, yeah. are you crazy? What are you doing? This is this is all wrong. <laughs> and that's either going to shake that ghost rider out of the picture and bring another one in or shape up the ghost rider. But you're right, it's trash. But not only that, but the author paid, not in U.S. dollars, but it's the equivalent of $10,000. Again, unless she's strangling it up. Unless she's making and she's not telling me the truth. Wow. Well, I don't. I, I don't know that 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 doesn't seem to be untrue. But but the truth is, you have got to strong arm, bully, and sit on that person's death. Good. They'll just have to fix and it. That money. That's right. Should... Make you got to yeah. be the bully. Yeah. Got it? Thank you. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Anytime. You. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the program and calling in, my dear. Thank you. I'm going to give the number once again for those of you who might be wanting to call but have forgotten the number, 213-559-2974. Press the number one and we'll get you on the air. Well, let's talk about Mount Shasta. You had told Miss Jody, my assistant, that Mount Shasta to you was like living in grace as well. And um, so tell us what what that mysterious, lovely place has done for you. That mysterious Mount Shasta is now what I call magic. It is a place I have known about for years, dreamt about going, never did until three weeks ago because I now live four hours away. Mount Shasta has in its whole arena of the county and more an energy that I can describe that I held my hand out, imagined what I wanted, and it came to me in my hand. Now, not literally, but that's how magical the touch was. The first time I, the first night I arrived, 
to the day, 10 days after I left. I saw beings. I was touched by beings. I was led to sacred places. I was given answers to help other people. It was during the fires in California, the Houston flood, the Mexico earthquake, and Irma hitting Florida, which is where I just moved from and my whole world lived in Naples, Florida. And I was at Chasta. And I sat watching the news the day that the Irma was about to hit Naples. And I started praying out loud and my hands started vibrating. And my whole body started shaking. I couldn't control it. And I was like, I wasn't speaking tongues, but I felt like what you would feel like. And I was praying and praying and praying. And as soon as I started saying it out loud, the newscaster goes, and I hope everybody will be praying for us right now. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then it, then a second or two later it said, oh, my God, it's, it slowed down just now. It's going to help us not be so bad. And that, my friends, is a very significant awareness for all the world that was praying. But I had a personal connection to that situation, and it felt like God had his hand on me. Today, getting ready for this broadcast, I had a lot of chaotic things come into my arena that I had planned on just spending quiet time before the call, And I wasn't able to. So I became a little irritated with the circumstances that were keeping me off what I thought my track. So I'm like, okay, okay. So I have several, several speakers that are positive. Eckhart Tolle, Hello. Oh, we lost her. Gigi, we are going to get Gigi on the line. Do I have another caller on the line right now with a question? The main character that I knew lived in Mount Shasta in the mountain that was a Lemurian. That channel's name was Adamus. So here I am holding the stones from Mount Shasta, praying for this beautiful broadcast to be perfect for those that are listening and to receive what they need. Hello? You're off again. Gigi? Things we all need to keep track of observing and be aware of everything that happens all the time. Wow. Well, we have another question uh, coming up okay. for you. Um, this is from Joel, uh, who is calling in from Mount Shasta. <laughs> Beautiful. I hear you giggle. Hello there. 
Hi, Joe. How are you? Hi. I'm Hi, wonderful. Joe. I'm wonderful. Hi, Gigi. I loved hearing about your experience here at Mount Chasta. Um, as I'm standing in front of our, on our patio looking out at it right now, um, I'm just in awe. <laughs> so when I hear about your story, I think that's just wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm sure you're having an extrasensory <laughs> experience yourself. Well, that's kind of part of my question here for you. Tom and I travel all over the world doing house sits and hopefully serving others through that. But I always know where we're going. I always know that we're being sent to wherever we end up, <laughs> if that makes sense. Oh, what, do my, sense. Our, <laughs> what do our angels have to say about why we were sent to Mount Shasta? There is a seed that your energy was called upon to add to the energies of the inner world of Telos, the Lemurians, to assist them to help show themselves in the physical oh. way. Thank you. I, I'm so happy to be able to help in any way. Um, we're just, I've been reading and gathering and feeling the energies of, of the mountain and of, of Telos, and um, I probably just needed that, that confirmation a little bit, that we really were doing a service by coming here. Yes. You, they're they're laughing. They're like, now don't get tell Tom. Don't get all excited that he's not Johnny Appleseed or Tommy Appleseed, but but he is Tommy <laughs> Tommy Seeding. <laughs> Tommy is the energy that the inner world needs from you. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. And by us doing this, I and helping them as they are able to come out. All of our wonderful planet Earth will just be helped, is what I'm getting right now. Um, is that true? Yes, that is more than true. The inner world and the outer world and the human world, all yeah. three are being touched. And I'll just say there were three different people that appeared as just regular old people, but I know afterwards when I was in meditation, I was told, nope, they were from the inner world. They just came up to say hello and check you out. So it's touching everyone. Okay. I do believe that we met a couple people in our walk on Panther Meadow yesterday. And I went, oh, that can't be. You know, that old cognitive mind, that ego mind tells you it couldn't be. But I know to trust. I know to trust. <laughs> this is the name of the show today. I know yes. to trust. Yes. Oh, beautiful. Yes. Beautiful. And how can we help others learn to trust? I, I just think that's so important. And I know it's really a trusting within that they need to do first before they can probably trust outward. But... Anything else? When a person hmm, hold on. <laughs> hmm. 
When a person finds a lucky penny and puts it in its pocket and trusts that it mm-hmm. will bring a surprise, and it does. <laughs> uh-huh. See everybody in the world right now picking up a special penny mm. and putting it in the pocket and knowing yeah. just now that they can trust. Just do oh. visualizations of that mm-hmm. nature. Yeah. And the whole world will feel it. That's what love does. Yeah. You just totally brought tears to my eyes. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Yes. And, and, Blessings and, to you. And kisses to Mount Shasta from Gigi. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh. I will let you go on to others who want to call in. So thank okay, you, thank you sure, so much. Be sure, be sure you go to the Sacred Garden. It's near downtown. Ask where it is. Sacred Garden. Down in in Sacred. Mount Shasta? Yep. Go to the crystal shop in Mount Shasta City, and they'll tell you where it is. Or Google okay. it. But the, it's the I think I walked by it yesterday. I think I walked and, by it yesterday. The Secret Garden. Okay. Yep, I got lost. I got lost. It's so amazing in it. So enjoy. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Love You're you. Welcome. Bye bye. Thanks, Joe. Enjoy. Bye bye. Yeah. Okay. Our next caller. Okay. Hello. Do you have a question for Gigi? Hi. Yes, I do. Can you okay. hear me? Okay. I can hear you, Miss yes. Shelley. Go ahead. I just am asking a very general question. Um, I'm just wondering if she has any messages from my angels for me. Anything? Oddly enough, oddly enough, as you were being introduced just now, this is what started to come, and I will say it and see where it takes us, okay? Okay. You ready, Shelly? Okay. By the yeah. shores of Gitchigumi, by the lakes where all the laden maidens lay, by the rivers that were coming from the Hudson Bay, there were frequencies in your lifetime that you did more for the United States in its beginning than you than than any 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 one because you were one of the American Indians that trusted and honored and brought things that would not have come if you weren't there. And we just want to say that if you're having a little perplexing as to what your purpose is, you've already made your mark on this land, on this world, and the message is to start having fun and stop wondering play and things will work out amazingly thank you you're welcome it touched your heart yes thank you so much god bless you so much enjoy your truth okay and trust it Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Thanks, sweetheart. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. 
Thanks, Shelley, for phoning in. We have another caller. I'm going to put her on. Her name is Catherine from South Carolina. Catherine. Hello, hello. Hey. Hello. Um, hey. Um, I want to ask the same question that she did. Um, do the angels have a message for me? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Monday? No. <laughs> so, sometimes, you know, when you go when you go from one angelic uh, um, uh, energy to someone else's energy, it just have to switch over. It's nothing to do with you, okay? okay. <laughs> one moment. We want you right now to imagine that you're standing in the center of a ceremony with thousands and thousands of angels in circles and circles around you. And you're in the center. And they're saying that there's a, there's a circle of fire around you. And that circle of fire is for you to understand that you carry angelic energy from the day you were created till eternity and past, that you have a lot of innate spiritual intuition. You know that babies stop crying when they're with you, that animals love you, that people come to you for comfort. Start realizing they do that because you have angelic energy from way in the beginning of all creation of angels. You know that, don't you? Yeah, I kind of do, in a way. So what do you want to ask about that, in a way? I kind of see things, uh, whatever, uh, dream things. So I know it's something there. Um, I don't think it's full-fledged, but I know it's something there. Let me tell you what it is. Want to hear it? Yes. You're on automatic all the time. You don't need to see, feel, hear. Everything you do is automatic, angelic, and good. And you need to tell yourself that. And the more you do, the bigger that will get. And the bigger that will get, the more people you will touch. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. You have the circle of fire around you, which means you light up the world with angels. Wow. Enjoy. Thank you. Don't doubt yourself. Truth and trust. Here we go. That's the key. Oh, and one more thing. Do you love yourself? Yes, I do. All right. That was a good answer, too. I felt it. Okay, then. You have all the ingredients you need. All right. All right. Go Thank you it. so much. Thank you so much, Catherine, for calling in. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye. We have another question, love. Are you still ready for Gigi? We have uh, someone calling in, a Gabrielle from Florida. Okay. Hi. Hello, Floridian. 
How are you? Hi, Gigi. It's Gabby, Gabriella. <laughs> How are you? I'm wonderful. Long time no here. Good to hear you. Hi. What can we? <laughs> oh, okay. So I guess my question would be, I mean, I guess it's in general, but kind of specific. If I am going in the right path with everything that. I've been doing, or am I still at a standstill because I feel that way? Uh, yes, yes, and yes. Um, <laughs> clearly, they want you to say that your doubts are overshadowing your positive. So uh, your doubts are being, yep, being your beliefs from manifesting. So close your eyes. See yourself standing in a in a castle at the very top of the castle like Rapunzel. Mm-hmm. And and you have this huge 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 pan of water. It's so big that you don't even know how you can pick it up but you do. And you dump it out the window, down the castle, to the ground. Guess what you just poured out? I'm going to go with doubt. <laughs> Yo, I don't... bingo! And the winner is Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> and if you have to do that a thousand times in the next two weeks to, to get rid of doubt, will you do it? Oh, I feel like I'm trying, but it's not working. I'm trying well, really me... hard, but I'm just, I think about it so much that I think it keeps me from actually doing it. I think of the process, but I'm not doing it. That's right. So the question, let me restate it more clearly. If I told you your angels want you to picture yourself throwing out that huge bucket of doubt a thousand times will you do it I'm going to just keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it Uh. but you're going to keep doing it knowing that once and believe me, we're not on the the thousand exactness here, okay? But the 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 point of it is, is they want you to keep every time you find your mind, which is going to be a lot, going mm-hmm. into the doubt and fear and wonder. Just say, oops, and then just plop your vision right up to that castle and dumping it out. And dump it and dump it and dump it because that action is going to tell yourself, your soul, your heart, that you're ready to get rid of doubt. And they will make a place for good to replace the doubt. Okay? Promise? Oh, yeah. I'm going to try my best. I just uh, have a hard time doing it because my mom such, had such a big disapproval of it 
in my opinion, I feel like I need her approval, but I'll never get it. So I think that's one of the things that holds me back a little bit. Okay, we'll put two buckets up there. One is that, and the one is your mother's, the, the guilt you feel about that with your mom. And sweetheart, you just have to keep doing it. I'm not saying tomorrow, but I'm saying it's going to start working, and the more you do it, the better it gets, okay? Okay. Just, Thank you. That's all you have to do. Keep on trying, and the truth I'll... will come. Thank you. <laughs> hey, would you rather carry 5,000 buckets up a hill, or would you rather have this vision and do it this way? Oh, this feels more um, possible than the other. (laughs) Good. Right answer for you. Thoughts are with me on this one. (laughs) Just do it, okay? Okay. Thank you, Gigi. Yep. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Thank you for calling. Wow, you've been a popular woman today, tonight, as we have you on the air. I think this would be a grand time, Gigi, that if you have a general channeled message for all of our listeners on the phone who might be struggling with the same thing as Gabriella was struggling with, who might be also um, what Catherine needs to hear and Shelley needs to hear, all of our callers, thank you for calling in. Um, do you have a general message for all of our listeners tonight from your angels? Of course. One moment. Everyone that is hearing the angels now Speaking through me, close your eyes and see yourself standing at your front door on your porch with your front door open behind you and your arms are outstretched expecting someone to put a five dozen roses in your arms. And at the count of five, you're going to receive five dozen roses and a key. One, eyes closed, arms outstretched outside your front door. Two, looking up, seeing the sky, excited about the gift that's coming. Three, you see the angel walking up to you and 5,000 angels behind that angel. And it doesn't matter their name. It doesn't matter what they're called. It doesn't matter other than their love and light and they're there for you. Four and five. They're all placing angelic roses 
in your arms, and in your hand, a golden key. And God, source, spirit, love and light, everything that is of... Oh, and did you know that the dark doesn't need light? Remember that. Light is all there is. And that key you've been given is the key to love yourself first. And you take that key and see those roses being placed by the 5,000 angels in your house, everywhere. They're just putting roses, 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 angels, 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 and you've got this key in your hand and you walk inside your house and you're like, oh, God, here I am again. Same place, same time, same same me. And all the angels go, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Now you have a key. And you look at the key and on it it says the key of possibilities for you is love. You. It is the key of all possibilities because you love yourself. Everything comes from that. Hard to perceive that it isn't mother, father, neighbor, all those people that make you mad and miserable and take from you and hurt you and all that. Mm -mm. Not them. That's keeping you from being happy. It's looking into your heart. And truly, every day, every second till you get it, loving you first. Spoil yourself. Play first. Have fun. Do what feels good. Stop making your list. Stop looking for outcomes. If you do things that make you feel good, that's what you'll attract. So we're here tonight to tell you that our speaker, Gigi, has a world of information and tools that we give her to give you. So should you want to become more connected, happier, brighter, lighter, joyful, more than you are now, with the goal of it being more and more, call on her. And she will be there with all your angelic beings of love and light to help. And it only takes you feeling and thinking. You don't have to go to school and you don't have to be knocked down You just need to love you. And so it is for you, from us, always, in all ways, love. Thank you. Thank you for this evening. Thank you for all you do, hope, and sharing and spreading this beautiful light and love throughout the world. And I'm angelwisdom.org. And a way to connect to me. And everything's on the phone. And everything's recorded. And you get to keep it. I love you all. And thank you. And so it is. Thank you.
Thank you so much, Gigi, and thank you to all of our phoners who called in with questions, and thank you for those who indeed has listened and will continue to listen. I just, for truth and trust and angels, you know, we have been doing this, I believe we're in our fifth year, and mm-hmm. I always think, I wonder if there really is any listeners out there. And then we get a phone call from Catherine from South Carolina. And I just want to say to her, thank you. And then we get a phone call from Shelly. And then we get a phone call from uh, your sweet friend in Florida, Gabriella. And it just, again, to, to, for all of us to have this truth and this trust that what we are directed to do, because this program of the Hope Interface Center, who was called the Pure Hope Show. It was a directive from the angels. It was a directive from my guides. It wasn't something that I decided, well, let's just do this. It was a directive. And so every single time we have a program, it once again proves to me that people are listening, people are needing this type of information. And people are learning. And every time we come in a collective mindset, we radiate that love. We radiate that energy out into the world. There's a reason why you phoned in. There's a reason why you're listening. Not everyone does this. So all of the listeners who are listening, all of the people who've come on with questions, um, I just want you to know that your angels brought you to this broadcast brought you to listen to Gigi um, at this moment in time. And if you still have questions, please, please, please connect with her and she will help you with those questions and information. So I want to thank you, Gigi, for being on the program tonight, as always. And um, it was wonderful, wonderful to have you on. I'm always honored. And I'm always grateful. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So before I say my goodbyes to all of you, I want to leave you with the vision that as we move into this month of October and as we move into the season of Thanksgiving and Christmas, the power in one mind visions, the collective oneness, As we envision all races, all religions, all nations and people standing hand in hand around our world singing, let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me. Let there be peace on earth and let it begin with me and we will have peace. We are the light workers and we've come here to be peacemakers And when we do this with a smile, with love in our heart, we indeed change the world. So I just want to thank you all again for listening. It makes it all so worthwhile. Please join me next month when we will have on as our guest, Christopher Emmanuel from Toronto, Canada. And he will be joining us. It will be a pre-recorded message about love and honor and respect and the heart. And so that will be on Tuesday, October 31st, 7 p.m. So thank you all for listening. And I, too, love you, Gigi. And I love you all.
So namaste, 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 my friends. Namaste, namaste. Thank you for tuning in to Pure Hope by Reverend Janice Hope Gorman. And until next time, remember that true greatness consists in being great in the little things. Be kind, be gentle, be loving, be true.